raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. It's the sound you've waited months to hear. It's caused some of your greatest triumphs. Biggest heartbreaks. History made by Appalachian State. They win an unprecedented third straight national championship. It's the option at Georgia Tech. It's Howard's Rock. The smoke in Miami. And every Saturday, you tap that sign. And Appalachian State has done it again. The wait is over. College football is here. Are you guys ready to run through a brick wall? Yeah! You ready to go out there and win the Bourbon Bowl in the second half? Yeah! I went to Waterboy right there. Bobby, <laughs> you sound you sound like Pastor Troy. <laughs> yeah! I used to listen to it to get me hyped. This is the second time. I, we bring up Pastor Troy. I'm going to take a guess. I think we could get him on the show. Probably more than any other, maybe even just radio show in the country. Not even just sports show. I'm going to say we bring up Pastor Troy more than any other radio show, even hip-hop radio show, period. Well, he's one of my favorites all time, so I definitely... Uh, you are ready to fight right now. Yeah, I man. feel like that is Popeye's spinach to anybody that listens to it. Oh, for sure. You just listen to that, and you're ready to go. You're ready to fight like three weight classes up and probably win that match. I remember I played my friend when I was at Full Sail. He was from, um, oh, I forget which island he was from. It was one of those tropical islands. And I played him Pastor Choice. I like that too. I played him uh, Pastor Choice first album, and I remember he said, "I mean, this was raw Pastor Choice. We mm-hmm. ready, hundred, uh, all those stuff." And he said, "I've never heard anybody so angry." He's so angry. He's so mad all the time. Yeah, it was hell. And this was the album before that, the very first one. I think he was selling those out of his trunk. And he's like, man, I never heard anybody so angry. Um, am I getting my mystical and Pastor Troy mixed in a little bit? You might have a little bit of a hybrid. Yeah. Mystical Troy. Uh, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> maybe Pastor Mystical. Maybe yeah, Pastor Mystical. There you go. <laughs> That's what we'll roll with. All right, before we get to Team Week 2, I'm sorry, App State. You got to hold off a little bit because we got a response on a story when I was talking about J.C. Horn. I went to the foul line because I was defending J.C. Horn. I was defending J.C. Horn's awful rating on Madden. That came in, I believe, at an 83, right, Wes? Yes. 83. It's still bad. Yeah, I I'm thought that was to, low, too, man. I'm liable to go to the foul line again, but I'm not going to do it for the sake of the intro already playing. But J.C. Horn should have been a top, maybe even 10 corner, to be honest with you. I'd have been cool with that. I'd have put him in the top 10. That's fine with me. But nowhere outside the top 20. And so you filmed. You've been doing this when anybody goes to the foul line. You put us on the camera. You put it on social media. Mm -hmm. You put it on the gram. Mm -hmm. You tagged J.C. Horn in my defense of J.C. being ranked too low. In that defense, I did say you had a bad game against Detroit or something like that. Uh And I was just going according to PFF. Because PFF credits J.C. Horn as giving up five receptions on five targets for 94 yards. It's a lot. But PFF might have a different definition than everybody else evaluating the game, including one J.C. But you put it out there, you tagged him. J.C. responded, Wes. He said, he BSing though. 
I gave up one catch for 20 yards versus Detroit. I'm sorry, JC. He did give three laughing face emojis. He so did. maybe he meant it at all fun because I'm actively defending him as much as possible. But JC, I just want to tell you, I apologize. I didn't watch the film before I said that, so maybe I'm wrong. I was just going according to PFF. But if you have a problem, go to PFF, and I'll apologize too, but make sure you tag PFF as well because I was just going based off their box. Yeah, and call in because all that means to me is we are lit, okay? (laughs) And if you want to get JC a little hyped as well, that's what I would do if I was his teammate. I'd walk up and I'd get right in his ear and I'd say, JC, they got AJ Terrell rated higher than you. Are you kidding me? Hey, JC. You know what PFF has you going for against Detroit, right? Five targets, right. five receptions. Right. You gave up 90 yards. 90 yards? Yeah. What are you doing? I thought you were shut down. This, I guess not. This is like Mark Jackson and Reggie Miller, mm-hmm. the hype man. Reggie Miller versus the Knicks. Fitty's Knicks. Beating them down. Fantastic. I just had to get a shot at you, Fitty. <laughs> 704-570-9610. Feel free to get involved in the conversation as we continue and end the App State portion of our Team Week theme. Let's go over the schedule, Wes. Just like last time with ECU, we'll break these schedules down into four-game increments, and it's a big one for App State to start with. You have a game at home against Gardner-Webb, on the road against North Carolina, at home against DCU, and then you're going out west on the road against Wyoming. Those are the first four games of the season. I have them going 3-1 and one to start the year. I'm going to have Woo! them beating Gardner-Webb. I have them losing on the road to North Carolina. I This is where it's going to get a little dicey. It's going to be tough for me to keep track of my records that I had for other teams. I don't remember if I had ECU beating App State or losing to them. But I've got App State beating ECU now. I've changed my mind a week later if I did have ECU winning. App State wins at home, 3.30 kickoff, and then I think they win on the road the next week against Wyoming. Three and one start to the season, Wes. Am I being too optimistic, or is that about right for you? Uh, That's about right for me as well, because I've got them beating Gardner-Webb. I got them losing to the Tar Heels, beating East Carolina, and beating Wyoming. Okay, so you've got them off to a three and one start. App State moving and grooving, three and one in the first quarter of the season. The next game's on the road against Louisiana Monroe, and then it gets tough. They have a home game against Coastal Carolina, on the road again against Old Dominion, and then at home against Southern Miss. Wes, I think they're going to beat Louisiana Monroe on the road again. I would concur. At uh, Against Coastal, it's going to be in Boone. It's going to be a monster game because I think you're going to have App State roll in with only one loss and that coming to a Power 5 con- uh, Power five program on the road. Only one loss against Coastal that night. I think they suffered their second loss. Coastal's going to be great this I year. I got that. I got that as well. Grayson McCall coming back. Plus, they just have a whole lot of skill position. You love what they're going to do with Tim Beck coming over as a head coach as well. Yeah, man. I like Coastal Carolina this year. I think they get it done, even if it is on the road for the Chanticleers. But they have a nice bounce back game against ODU, who is projected to finish last in the division this upcoming season. So I do think they bounce back. They get that win against ODU. And I think they get another win. Southern Miss 
I told you, this whole week, I expect App State to get things back on track after a 500 season. So that's another 3-1 record that I have. I have them 6-2 at the first 60% portion of the year. And with that said, too, I want to call out App State fans. I haven't Uh-oh. seen a lot of production from you guys on the text line. Now, come on now. You guys, love, busy as ECU. you guys love to come to weight games and talk about how you're the real black and gold, but you really can't tell the difference because it's yellow. You're not gold. <laughs> but you guys have been real quiet. Is it because you went 6-6 six and six that we're not hearing a lot from you guys right now? You want to be quiet. Then once you get a win, especially if you beat Carolina, good Lord, the text lines will be flooded. We won't hear enough from you. But, Clown show. Yes, yeah, so I just wanted to give that quick little uh, okay. Call know, them out. Quick little shot to Call them out. the App State fans who love to talk so much trash, but I've got them going 3-1 and one as well. Got them losing to Coastal, so I'm right with you so far. All right, so you have them at 6-2 and two yep. at this portion. The Southern Miss game is the interesting one there. That's probably a little... Coastal... Similar kind of coastal, ranked team. Yeah, Coastal and Southern Miss, but I, I, I think they lose to Coastal, but I think they do beat Southern Miss, as we just stated. All right, let's go to the last four games of the season. At home against Marshall... On the road against Georgia State, on the road against James Madison, at home against Georgia Southern. Wes, this is an amazing end. This is kind of the bookend type schedule for App State. Tough one at the beginning, tough one at the end, perhaps in the middle, but not even really, man. I mean, honestly, Coastal, as we mentioned, that's going to be a tough matchup there. So I am going to go with App State to beat Marshall at home. And Marshall is predicted to finish second in the division this upcoming season. I just think App State having another contest at home. I don't think they're going to lose both of the big games to Coastal and Marshall at Kid Brewer. I think they're going to be hungry after a loss to Coastal in this hypothetical scenario. So they get the job done here. I think they win against Georgia State as well. The James Madison and Georgia Southern games I'm having trouble with. Because James Madison's going to be good again this year, too. So if you have James Madison finishing towards the top of the conference and Georgia Southern being just a rival game in App State, they're one to struggle with them as well. I've got them splitting that one. So they have a loss to James Madison on the road. Okay. I'm going to have them finishing with the victory. So three and one, three and one, three and one, baby. I've got them nine and three this year. That's what I'm going to roll with. What say you on their overall schedule? I've got them losing to Marshall. Okay. Then I've got them beating Georgia Southern, taking the L to James Madison, and then getting that get back, getting that lick back against Georgia Southern. So I've got them finishing eight and four on the year, a tick below you. Okay. Eight and four, nine and three. Either way. I think a pretty solid year for App State, given the 500 record. And I think, I don't know, I would love to hear from App State fans. 704-570-9610. If our schedule predictions come as true (laughs) and Wes has them going with eight wins, I have them winning nine games. Would you be happy if you got eight or nine wins this season? Fiddy, what say you? Let's get an outsider perspective from inside the Planet Kia Studios with us predicting this schedule. Do you think that App State fans would be pleased with an eight or nine win season? What are they doing with in terms of their conference championship? Like, are, like, are they getting there? Are they are they winning the conference title? Are they getting there and losing? Like, in my opinion, if, if they're nine and three, I don't know how you could be upset about that. And even like even eight and four, like if this is a reset year and you, and you go eight and four you, you know you got you still got a chance to win nine games i wouldn't be i wouldn't be upset with that um but i mean we, we've seen this fan base 
very restless with Sean Clark after the up and down year they experienced last year. Yeah, I would expect them to be happy with this, right, Wes, if they finish with eight or nine wins? Yeah, I think so, too, especially with the new quarterback, all the turnover on defense. I could see that all day. Uh, Pilot Mike said, I just text in, come on, Wes, play that intro again. It's got me pumped up driving to the airport. Hey, safe travels, Pilot Mike. He also gave a prediction, 10-2. and two, They knock off UNC. And they lose one that they should win, accounting for a 10 and 2 record. I, the problem is, or not even a problem, thing with them trying to predict the schedule, I, I guess I could see it. I, I think the defensive coordinator hire in Sloan bringing him back is going to be a big deal. I, I don't know, Wes, am I putting too much into that? I just think that the secondary, he's done wonders with secondaries in the past. Yeah. And they have a pretty talented secondary. Even if you have questions at cornerback, you have a transfer that's going to come in and bring you that experience. Ross is going to be a stud in the secondary. I know the pass rush is a little questionable right now, but I don't think it's outright bad. They're a little young at the linebacker spot. I just think the defense isn't going to be as bad as it was last year. I think Berger, who to me is projected to be the QB, but there still is a battle kind of like the ECU thing that we have. You have a favorite, but it still will be a legitimate battle. I just think that App State will come back. They will win enough games to satisfy the App State fans. And I do think there's enough talent on both sides of the ball to where you can be a very nice running team with enough accuracy throwing downfield, and the defense will hold up strong enough. Well, we know that that defense was adept last year forcing fumbles, but they need to be able to get better at getting those turnovers, getting their hands on the football, getting interceptions. As I talked about uh, earlier this week, they were dead last in the conference in interceptions, only had seventh. But the problem is, when you look at this defense they were 12th and third down conversion defense got to get better there eighth in sacks by and ninth and defensive efficiency. That, so that worries me a little bit. I think they're going to play a lot of games like what they played last year, high-scoring, arena football type of games. But uh, I think that this team will still have enough just off of pedigree. I'm giving them a lot of love off yeah. of uh, pedigree and what they've been. Matters. That matters. And plus, with Sloan, once again, you mentioned the lack of interceptions. Sloan, what he does when he takes over a defense is he forces you to turn the ball over. Yeah. And I think that's a big deal, especially with what we talk about with the defensive back unit. Mike, Monroe said, I think eight or nine wins will be a good turnaround from last year. App is out for blood against Chapel Hill. We beat them at their house before. What say you on that text, Betty? Yeah, um, it's, it's it's UNC to you. It's not it's not Chapel Hill, Mike from Monroe. <laughs> um, so here's my thing. If if we lose at home to this for the second time in five years to, to Appalachian State, I'll probably go off the deep end and, and officially fire Mike uh, Mac Brown. Oh no! You couldn't beat us last year at home in a, in a game that was built for y'all to win. And you think you're going to come to Chapel Hill and, and beat Drake May? Now is North Carolina as good as they were last year? Though that's the question. I think they're kind of where they were a, a year ago. I think they're, uh, depending on what the defense is, like Drake's going to put up at least 40, 45 on them. It's, 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 can you hold them under that? I just don't see them coming there and beating beating Drake. I don't either. I think it'll be a good game just because App will play with that, uh, just that chip on their shoulder playing against an in-state team. I think neither one of these teams will have shut down defenses. So I think that's going to be the name of the game, much like last year. Maybe not as high scoring, 
but I think it's going to be a good game. But I think Carolina comes out on All right, top. some more texts coming in. Rather be golfing. 9-3 and three sounds acceptable for the Mountaineers to me, considering last season's disappointing result. You uh, see my mom snuck in a text. Oh, that? no, what'd she say? What'd she say? I'm scrolling. Uh, Fonda, Miss Fonda wrote in. I apologize. That's Miss Fonda to me. App State fans aren't calling because they are just learning how to use a phone. <laughs> you can't expect much when their fans don't know the difference between gold and yellow. Yeah. Yeah, we just talked about moms getting in the fight. <laughs> Miss Bryant getting in the fight against App State You can State see why fans. I get the trash talking. That's from, right, folks. That's right. Uh, Jason from Lenore has a game he wants to highlight. He says App State versus Wyoming starts at 7 p.m. while Ohio State versus Notre Dame kicks off at 7.30. Sorry, but I'll be watching the Irish upset another top five after knocking off Clemson Ooh. and South Bend last That's gonna year. It's going to be a good game. Mm. Which one? Ohio State, Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, that is one. It at South Bend. Yeah, I think because it's at South Bend. Well, this is the difference in opinion between you two on Marcus Freeman. You I like Marcus Freeman a lot. You don't believe in Marcus Freeman taking over for Brian Kelly? Not not in terms of him. Ele- like, do I think he's going to elevate them past what Brian Kelly did, which was take it into the playoff and national title games and the like? No, I don't. I think he's going to take them to the playoffs, but I think he's going to run into the same problem Brian Kelly did. You just don't have enough up front, Mm -hmm. especially defensively in that interior, to compete with the SEC teams and the Clemsons of the world. Maybe I'm an idiot. I still believe before it's said and done, Urban Meyer will coach Notre Dame. (laughs) It still won't matter. Coming in with yeah, Urban Meyer. Their, their academics in this era of college football, their academics limit them too much. Well, I mean, they're still able to, you know, Brian Kelly, like I said, not a fan of the guy, but not going to, you know, not going to hedge on him being a very good coach. 704 said, new QB, lame duck coach for app, not optimistic. That's Kyle <laughs> from Davidson. So, yeah, Kyle from Davidson, not optimistic about app. I am. So I gave some love. I know Charlotte fans aren't happy with me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Got to call it like I see it. Yeah, I think Big App T State. from NC said that my mom is confusing App State fans with Western Carolina fans. So <laughs> oh, it's getting no, a little nasty in there. Ears. Getting smoke. a little nasty in there. Yeah, cover your ears, Smoke. She doesn't mean it. Big <laughs> T doesn't mean it. It's all about App State. Um, all right, that'll do it for Team Week. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.